Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone. Hello. And welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Everything Han Solo. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, fine. Thanks, Han Solo. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're good. Uh, I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and he goes by one name like Cher. Kenny. That's right. 706, raise your glass, be it cup one, be it cup two, be it cup three, and take a sip of your refreshing morning beverage. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Mm, cheers. cheers. Mm. Speaking of coffee, I told you I had a, a, a random act of kindness yesterday, and it floored me so much so that I, I, I was like, but what? So uh, I took a small nap and then got, I got up and, and started working on uh, the, the television program. And I'm like, oh gosh, I didn't. I haven't had lunch yet. I'm not real hungry, but I'm just gonna get a coffee. Just gonna go get a coffee now that the bucks and the booze are mm-hmm. uh, opening up again. Like I'm gonna get myself a little mid-afternoon treat, midday treat. So I, I head down to my favorite uh, Starbucks on the east end of Minneapolis uh, by the stadium. And I say that this is my favorite Starbucks because uh, th- this is an example not only of random acts of kindness, but how it's the small things in life uh, that can just give you a much-needed smile. For instance, and this is where Alexis uh, smiles, I order a really high-maintenance beverage. My favorite beverage. No. Thank you, you, Lex. I know. Imagine that, Lex. No way. Yeah, I know. Is it shocking, Lex? <laughs> Lex, oh, you no. could have paused before you said that, but you just uh, it was very quick there. Quick. Anyway, <laughs> it was pretty quick. She just jumped right in there. Anyway. Uh, you could were the same way. Come on I now. Know, seriously. Um, uh, so I, I get my, my beverage of choice now for summer is the is a venti salted cream cold foam cold brew. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, Jason. I have to order is there a, a problem, Kenny? I is there to, a problem? I have to order you a venti you, decapped iced <laughs> yeah. Americano with salted cold foam. Oh, because it's decaf. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Say that Because I'm decaf and they don't make cold brew decaf. So I have to say, can I have a venti iced decaf Americano with salted cold foam? Oh, that's fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. If I was working the counter, I would simply look at you and say, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, they they want to. Yeah, great. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I get a little extra foam. Because I will tell you, oh. one of the small joys of my life lately is that foam. Yeah. Dawn, am I right? It's like whipped cream, but it's not bad it's for not, you. No, it's made with regular milk. Alexis, I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it. Is it not delicious? Oh, yeah. Oh. It's very good. It, I wasn't drink, I wasn't drinking caffeine at the time, too, Dawn, and we had, remember we did a live tasting of that? Yeah. Oh, that's but right. I think I've had it like one or two times since. And oh. I don't drink it's anything so else at Starbucks. No, I don't either. Oh. And I got the BFF gin on it because that, that whipped, that cream, 
The foam is that is magic. Harry uh, Harry Blanken Potter makes that foam. I don't know what's in it. It yeah. is. I almost said it to you. Uh, that is made by wizard children. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it. I don't know how they do it. It's a special blade in that blender. But anyway, it is something. There's a little sexy elves or something. They're they're whipping up that cream or something. And that sounded really perverted. But anyway, so I go in there and I go, hello. I go, hello, Dolores. And I said, uh, and she was, hi, Jason, your usual. And I go, yes, please, extra foam. And the staff starts, you know, smiling or behind their mask. I'm hoping they're smiling. Their, their eyes look like they're smiling. And then she looks at me and she's, burp, 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 burp. she's, oh, by the way. Um, you can just leave. You can go now. And I go, well, what do you mean, Kim? Her, her, we're not Dolores' names. Kim, she was, that gentleman over there just paid for your coffee. What? And I went. I go, well, give me two then. I go, I go, and I couldn't understand her because Kim literally wears the Starbucks face mask and she has like a welder's mask on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She has the plexi, the shield. So I, I go, what? And she goes, you're, you're, you're taken care of. And I didn't compute. She said, I'm taken care of. And I went, well, yeah, I have a nice life. I mean, you know, but I'm thinking to myself, I'm fine, you know. And she goes, no, Jason. Got a couple of dogs. Yeah, I have a couple of dogs. I have a great husband. He has a couple of gray hairs, but I'm not holding that against him. And, you know, see, former conversation. But anyway, and she goes, no, Jason. And she starts looking at me like I'm a third grader. She goes, Jason. The guy over there paid. When I say you're taken care of, I mean your bill, dummy. The guy over she didn't call me dummy. The guy over there got your beverage, and I walked over there and I went, and I looked at the Kim. I go, oh, oh, well, can I pay for the next? She goes, no, Jason. There's nobody behind you. Just go. <laughs> just there's no go. go. Yeah, yeah. go. Accepted, Jason. Yeah, she was just she. At this point, I was exhausting her. I was just like I was asking way too many questions. Did you go and talk to the guy? Well, I did, Lex, and you know oh, me. Oh, awesome! Because that's only happened to me, me in driveways. Uh, not driveways. Drive driveways. Like drive-throughs. <laughs> like that's the only time that's ever. So I haven't been able to like yeah, go thank and them. thank them personally. Well, yeah, I did. I walked over there and I go, hi. I kept, I go, I'm keeping my six feet. I said, I would shake your hand, but we can't do that anymore with like, you know, the COVID and airborne herpes and things. And I said, and I said, oh my goodness, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. And he goes, oh, my pleasure. Do you live in this neighborhood? And he was a nice, uh, like I would say early fifties, well-dressed. I think he's from out of town. Um, I, I don't know. I'm assuming because he asked me if I go, yeah, I go, I, I live in the North Loop. And he's like, yeah, he goes, I really like this. And he's like talking to me. And it was just nice. Now, So he didn't know you as Jason Matheson, TV's Jason Matheson? As Bradley says, no, he didn't know me as oh, he TV's didn't. Jason so Matheson. So he just really, he wasn't like, I like what that guy says on the radio yeah, no, or anything. No, no, oh no. Random stranger. And then I thought, I was like, cool. well, I know he's not hitting on me because I looked like just roasted butt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I looked awful. Yeah. I, I, I had my mask on. I had my hat on. Yeah. I was wearing pajamas, basically. I had... I, I literally had my Mickey Mouse. Um, uh, I have a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt, okay. and then yeah, so and then some shorts. I, I looked awful, so I knew he wasn't hitting on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a nice out of town guy. Wow, paying for my foam. <laughs> is he thinking about moving to the cities, or is he? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, awesome! Well, yeah. That's a good way to get to know the. Community. I guess. 
So anyway, I, I just That's uh, cool. I just thought, you know what? We kind of needed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I wish somebody would do that for me at the lumber yard. <laughs> roll up with about eight hundred dollars worth of two by fours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look at you and run away. You're like, uh, oh nope, that's not some duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks to random dude, that was really nice of you. And and I, when I go today, I'm gonna if there's somebody behind me, I don't want to stress out Kim. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pay yeah. for <laughs> my favorite line of hers, Jason. There's nobody behind you. You can't really pay for just yeah. <laughs> like she was so done with me. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Uh, Seven thirteen. We're gonna take a small break now. When we come back, Alexis will tell us. Now we've had some fun with this. Uh, Angel was supposed to be here Tuesday. Yeah. And then Thursday. And then Wednesday. Yep. And it's Thursday today. It's yeah. today's Thursday. Just like is Revenge back? Is The Walking Dead back? Alexis is going to tell us on day three. Will Angel join us today? The answer on the other side of this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Friday, Vincent is captured. He's ours, Professor. And we will decide what to do with him. And set up for scientific sacrifice on Beauty and the Beast. And on Dallas, heartbreak. Mommy doesn't want us. We don't want her either. And revenge. If he's free to go after whatever's mine, I'm free to go after whatever she is. Then, on Falcon Crest. People get blown up, beaten up, terrorized. A battle for power becomes a fight for life or death. It's all Friday beginning at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey, Rocco, we're right here. Wow, like scientific yeah. experiment. They were working, uh, they captured Vincent on Beauty and the Beast to use him for scientific experiment. Do you remember that episode? That just ain't right, guys. No, Not no, right. No. Do you remember that episode? Uh, it's been so long, so guys. Long, yeah. yeah, it really has been. I really want you to, uh, and again, Dawn's offered, I've offered, I think you should use our CBS All Access password. And you should dip your toe back into, <laughs> back into Beauty it. and the Beast and see if it holds up. All right. And yeah, we'll, I should do that. We'll do a limited series called Does This Still Hold Up? And, <laughs> right, uh, yeah. right. And I see, wonder. Hmm. And see if you still enjoy it, uh, if it matches the memory in your head. Of, yeah, of have the, I romanticized it? I yeah. might have. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, great but one. I loved watching it with my mom. Yeah, I know. So maybe. And if you don't know what we're talking about, the, the Beauty and the Beast was a show, as you just heard, on on, on CBS on Fridays with, uh, uh, what's her name? Linda, Linda, uh, not Hamilton. Blair, Linda Hamilton. Yep. And Ron Perlman is the Beast. Yeah. And he lived in the sewers, right, Lex? Yep, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the... Gross. Some you know sexual tension and mm-hmm. you know yeah you know like there uh, always is in the sewer you know when right. you're always. in the sewer right. meeting hot a hairy man that's right that's how I met Colin <laughs> by the way that's how I met Colin <laughs> but it was very I, what did it last like a, a couple a season or two if hold on a minute let me now I'm yeah, gonna find this out I'm gonna put it but no it wasn't because it was only Dallas's lead in for I think a season um, yeah, beauty she was a district attorney I know and then. Um, she was attacked. That's how it all. That's how they. She was attacked. Kind of all started. Yeah, because oh. he came from you know the secret tunnels and the uh, sewer uh, in New York City saved her. Oh. Uh, oh wow! Season it went three seasons. Did it? Okay. Wow, that's longer than I thought it did. Oh, did you know Lex? I bet you didn't know this. 
Guess who one of the executive producers were? George R.R. Uh, R. Martin. What? Really? Wow. I did, not know I did not know that. Yeah, three seasons. Um, yeah, from 1987 until 1990. Yeah, George R.R. R. Wow. Martin was an executive. And this is network per- seasons, too, so there's like... 80 episodes. Three, <laughs> yeah. 22 episodes, yeah. Yeah, so there oh. we go. Yeah, fun oh, fact, right. Lex. I did not know that. Little pop culture knowledge to put in your toaster. Mm-hmm. Um, 722, so as I said before the break, um, and uh, uh, Angel, uh, Lex's yeah. uh, fabulous husband, yes. uh, has been wanting to come on uh, the broadcast. So Tuesday, Alexis types in Angel. At 7.15, on yeah. um, hell is sleeping and blamed Alexis um, because, what, it was a bad night with Zen, right, Lex? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been having a few bad nights. Yeah. And we and, know and whose fault that is. Yeah, it's, it, mine. it's, of it's Alexis. It's, mine. It, it's Alexis's fault, according <laughs> she, to Angel. You hold the baby too much in the day. That. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I hold him all day, and he says <laughs> it's too comfy during the day. He doesn't get that at night, so he's like, just, I'm up then. Yeah. So that was Tuesday. Now, follow along, everybody. Tuesday, Lex yeah. types in, types into our rundown, 7.15. On hell, and yeah. then uh, Lex uh, Lex informs us that uh, on hell is sleeping, and he will not yeah. be he will not be rising for anything. And I tried to wake him, yeah, yeah but you know, she you was know. out. Uh, Wednesday rolls around. Alexis types in seven fifteen on hell, yeah, um, and uh, lets us know. Nope, no on hell. That's when he's, I got blamed. Yeah. yeah, this is yesterday <laughs> when she got blamed for uh, on hell not being here. Right. Uh, come in this morning. Look at the sheet for today's show. Uh, seven fifteen. Lex types in on hell. So for real, for, for real. real, for real. Yeah, she puts for, for real. real. Now we've decided uh, we're not going to do it at seven fifteen, but we don't even know. Don and I have no idea if he's really going to show up. I don't even know if he exists. <laughs> we don't know if he exists. Uh, he might just be somebody that Alexis <laughs> she created. Just makes up. Yeah, maybe she yeah. does on hell's voice. Yeah. And if we listen to the timber, maybe uh, it's it is very similar. I, I have maybe a li- I am on hell. Maybe yeah. you are on hell. Maybe you're all. I I don't know if I've seen you both at the same time, so yes, I don't know. So yeah. haters, yeah, back up, yo. Yeah, yeah. sounds a little like Angel or Alexis. So here we go. Will Angel show up in our next hmm. segment? Maybe. Oh. What? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe? No, no, Jace, I okay. said that. He, he'll be here. He'll be I, here. I, I was supposed to go and wake him up at 6.30, and then you heard as we were breaking. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Keen to go start this hour. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, I forgot to go do that. Yeah. So I went up there and uh, he was already awake. So oh, good he's sign. ready. Yep. He's ready to no, go. And to uh, well, yeah, <laughs> he just did it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> was was you're it sabotaging a, him? How, how was Zen last night? Was there much sleepage? Well, he actually slept with me last night. Oh, okay. So we did get the comfy, cozy sleep because I got it too. Yeah. Uh, we both kind of fa- pass out on our on my on our bed, and then um, he was just comfy, and he's like, "Well, we'll just leave him here." And yeah, uh, he woke up a couple times in the middle of the night, but not bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So, well, yeah, he has no excuse today. No excuse. Because he was able to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Well, Angel. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, no no sleeping, <laughs> whether it's Alexis's fault or not. Is Zen awake right now? I don't know that. When mm-hmm. I went up at, uh, right as we were getting into the 7 o'clock hour, he was not. He was okay. not awake yet. Okay. No, no. And, and well, for a couple reasons, the baby, and I only have one set of headsets here, yeah. I will step out when he comes on and take care of the baby. I mean, I'll be in the room, but, right. you know. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we're going to do that. Uh, now, hold your breath, everybody. We're, we, we, <laughs> we have a guest confirmation. Angel will be here in the next segment. Plus, Matt Belanger uh, will be here as well. Before yes. uh, we take a break, though, the uh, listener rewards, fabulous for the month of June, including a chance for you to win $500. $500 from our friends at AARP. This and more in listener rewards. To find out about the rewards and how you can be a listener with them, go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword rewards. I am ridiculous. 726, when we come back, on hell next. 731. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world at mytalk1071.com and on all platforms. Thanks for being here. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. We're joined now by Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News with uh, this morning's, this hour's headlines. Good morning again, Matt. Hello, Matt. Are you there? I hear typing. Maybe. That's Matt, are you there? That's Kenny. That's Kenny. Hi, Kenny. I guess he... Hi. He, How you doing, Kenny? He... Good. I, I'm not disconnected. wearing Let me... uh, You're not wearing clothes, did you say? What did you do Ooh, to upset Matt Belanger? I know. What did we do? Wait, let's try it now. Matt, Matt, are you there? Yeah, sorry. Oh, I don't know there. what happened. I oh, apologize. No, there you I'm are. here. I'm here. I'm here. There we are. <laughs> we were just sorry worried. We were worried, Matt. We were worried. Oh, the cell phone thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait until we can broadcast in person together again. Someday. Right. That concept. Isn't that oh. a funny concept? Yes. Oh, a wild idea. Anyway, uh, good morning, everyone. Morning. Sorry about that. Here's a... Uh, the news of the day, the big headline, of course, is this is the day of the big planned memorial service in Minneapolis to honor George Floyd. Uh, he was 46 years old when he died, uh, of course, on Memorial Day. And that video then surfaced uh, of him being there in police custody on the ground, saying he couldn't breathe. And, and we know what's happened since. Today will be a moment to pause all of that and to honor his life. It's happening at North Central University right in downtown Minneapolis from 1 to 3 this afternoon. It is a private invitation-only service. However, you can watch it live. We will be broadcasting that for you today on 5 Eyewitness News. So turn on Channel 5 at 1, and you'll be able to see that service. The other news that uh, developed yesterday afternoon that was uh, significant is the three other Minneapolis officers who were on the scene there, where Floyd died, have now been arrested and charged. They are charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Those officers, uh, former officers now, remember everybody was fired. Uh, they are Thomas Lane, Tutau, and Jay Alexander King. And uh, they're going to be in court today, all three of those individuals. And uh, we also learned yesterday that um, Attorney General Keith Ellison added an upgraded charge, a second-degree unintentional murder charge, to uh, Derek Chauvin's record here now. So he has this additional charge moving forward, something uh, something that a lot of people were, were calling for in those protests, along with the arrest of those other officers. Quickly before I go, well, we did hear from President uh, Obama, former President Obama yesterday, and he spoke directly to people of color 
and he 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 had a very powerful message at this town hall meeting that he participated in, and he 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 just told them, "Your lives matter," and that's a message uh, that the former president believed they needed to hear, and I think. I think we all agree with that, uh, you know, you're, that, that people of color, your lives matter. Yes. And um, quick housekeeping note, again, there's another curfew tonight. It uh, extends for at least one more night here, 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. in Twin Cities of uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul. There we go. Good. Matt, thank you so much. Get that um, sure. get, get that cell phone working. Get that I, cell phone I working, Matt. I'm going to blame the dog, guys. It's definitely the Corgi's blame. fault. I don't know what he did, oh, but oh, it's corgi. his fault. Oh. What's your Corgi's name, Matt? What's your Corgi's name? It's Fisher, Fisher the Corgi, and he is a troublemaker. Okay. Fisher the Corgi. I love you, Matt. Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye, Matt. Bye. See you next hour. Bye-bye. Uh, there's Matt Belanger from 5i witness news it is 7 35 uh on this thursday june 4th i'm jace with lex don and, and uh, kenny and now i believe I help. wait where he just ran up the street no he didn't uh, he who, i was wondering why i was putting his sneakers on i don't did he run from the house oh, come on. oh man he's sprinting up the road now I don't whatever know. whatever i'm kidding he's right here Woo! all right <laughs> i'm gonna step out so i can give him my headset. okay okay bye okay bye alexis bye, bye for now enjoy talking to my sweet honey oh, that's right your God. sweet honey a term <laughs> thank you that's right ladies and gentlemen after 72 hours on hell toro joins us good morning on hell good morning how we doing good okay we got to turn him up you, you, yeah. you on hell, I gotta. I mean this in the most non-HR way. You have a you have a brooding uh, morning voice this morning, my friend. Well, you know, um, I'm. I gotta get my voice looped up before <laughs> change your speeches. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, you know, usually you're here to to have fun, and uh, we love having you on to have fun. But you're here for a more serious. Uh, conversation and and to share some views what do you want to say this morning my friend well um as many of you know uh, I'm, I'm from puerto rico so i didn't you know i didn't grow up around here so i, I moved i moved uh to the no i don't say united states but to boston uh mainland usa uh when i was 13 to get an education because you know i wanted to i always wanted to go to school in the u.s because i thought Oh, it looks so cool. Look at how, how much fun people are having. Mm-hmm. How how really cool it is. Because uh, you like, I like CNC Music Factory and MC Hammer. And yeah. that was my jams. And, and you know, coding. I was excited. I have family here. So I took the chance. Uh, I didn't know where they live uh, or anything about it. I just moved there. Um, so when I went to high school, freshman year, I went to South Boston High School. And if you know the history of Boston, well, they they're the schools famously for desegregation of buses. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I had no idea, no knowledge, nothing. I just went to high school. Mm-hmm. I I was first thing I noticed in my high school when I went, they had metal detectors and gated walls, and I was like, "Well, this is different. I've never been to a school like this. It's very kind of militant." And then during my first school year, all of a sudden I hear screaming and a whole bunch of commotion. And I'm in the cafeteria and they lock us in the cafeteria. Now, I'm an EL student, so I don't speak English. I don't understand the culture. See, when you are outside from the mainland USA, you look at everybody the same. Mm. 
So you don't look at, oh, white people, black people, this people, that people. You look just the American people. Mm-hmm. And they are, when you travel around the world, they look at you as American no matter what color you look like. Mm-hmm. So you, you really represent the same. So when I went there, that's my, I said, why are these people fighting? That's my first thought. Yeah. And then I was, why are these older white people fighting with the black students, which are kids? Oh. It was a riot. And there was state police. The mayor got, now, this is 1993, so this is not like 1960s. Yeah. And I was like, wow, what's going on? Anyhow, all of a sudden, they rushed us out in the back of the school. We had to take the buses. And South Boston is on a hill. So when you go down, the buses go down to go into Rosbury, which was where I live, which is mostly African-American neighborhood. We had to duck down because people were throwing uh, bottles and rocks into the windows of the children's schools because we are kids. Wow. And we didn't have school for two straight weeks after that. Now, my family told me something, my customers told me something, but... I still don't get things because I'm learning English, I'm learning the culture, so I, I don't have a comprehension of knowledge like that. So this is my first taste of as going to school in the United States. Mm. Nothing put me to this, nothing I ever heard about United States told me about this, because when you learn about the United States, you learn, uh, you know, you learn the typical stuff, but you, you that's not publicized. Mm-hmm. So I finally started, not little by little, I said, well, I better learn about this because this seems to be really important here for some reason. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense, but I guess I, I better learn. Yeah. Cause, so I live mostly in African-American community, but I went to school in mostly uh, white Irish neighborhood. And I, was, I started becoming scared for the first time because I see the the harsh the harshity and my classmates were telling me don't walk around South Boston because anybody can beat you up or they can kill you because of the way you look I'm like why do I have to worry about that <sighs> so I started being scared and don't walk in part in the neighborhoods we had to in the inner city you don't take the bus straight to the to the school you you take the bus to you go to a corner and then you take public transportation and buses, and then you take the train, and then you take the bus to take one bus from the train station to take you to the school. So we had to navigate to the neighborhoods no matter what. So every morning I went from all black to all white, to all white, to all black again. And I saw the difference just in a small territory of how two different, uh, the, the, the some of the hate and everything. So... That was my first experience. After that year, I went back to Puerto Rico. Well, that wasn't the main reason, but I went back because, uh, and then I spent two more years there. Then I came back. And when I came back to uh, my last year of high school, I went, my family moved to Fishburne, Massachusetts, which is mostly uh, white. I said, it's an hour and a half from Boston. Mm -hmm. And I went to a private Catholic school. I was the only person of color in the whole school wow mm. now the kids there were really cool with me i never fell out of line i you know they they tell me you know they they find it interesting by the way i talk because i'm not i have an accent mm-hmm. and things like that but 
the and I play sports. I think that helped me somehow because when you play sports, you make friends easily. Mm-hmm. And my personality, I, 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 I have a hard time being taking social norms. I just sitting there and pretending friends to come to me. I just I don't care uh, because that's the way I am. Mm-hmm. And so I think that helped me. But um, the reason that a lot of the students were I think accepting with me. This is a private school that was running out of money. And every white student that came there had money, but there were misfits in all the other schools. Right. I didn't realize it. I didn't, didn't know much about drugs at that time, but a lot of the students have problems. That's why they were there. They have mm. record. These are the students because they have money. They don't go to juvie. They have another chance in education. Oh, right. So they, the parents can actually afford to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this student, I saw stuff that I never seen in my life. They were really cool with me, but I see usage of hard drugs and party like crazy, all this stuff. And that was another culture shock for me because now I started learning a different. But what I appreciate about them, they embraced me and they were awesome with me. And I love that. So I started learning how to learning from the early cultures. So I live with African American and Puerto Rican and Latinos and so I started learning more and how I was like, okay, so there's a lot of different Americas going on here. There's a lot there's just no one thing for me to go and that thing is gonna work in that in that place. Angel, can you pause right there? Pause right there. We're gonna take we have to take a quick break. Okay. Angel will continue right after this. Welcome back. 749. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with a 7-1. We continue our conversation uh, with Alexis's husband, Angel. Angel, sorry about pausing you there, my friend. Um, uh, but pick up where you were, if you would, please. No, you have to be sorry. I, I listen every day. <laughs> you know, we have to You know the bells. breaks, my friend. Yes. <laughs> um, no, uh, so I don't want to sound like a blah, blah, blah. But, um, so I, I finally made it into college now. For me to make it in college was already a success because I come from a single mom and we we moved 27 times going up. Mm. Yeah, I was broke. And one of the reasons I left Puerto Rico because I know there's no way I'm going to make it here. There's no resources. Mm -hmm. And my aunt can help me in Boston. And so I made it to college and I I got together with 15 people. That's how small my high school was. Oh, my gosh. Mm. And and we, to the to this day we stay in touch and they're they're awesome they're my brothers and sisters, um, that's been really cool for me that was a good experience too, um, but when I went to college it's the f- first time that I went with schools with strangers that people that are not, and it was mostly Fitchburg my first year was Fitchburg State College, which I think is a university now, and this is what I start seeing like real hardcore division because inside the college mm. how there were two different colleges inside of there yeah. they were like all the kids of color were in one building on one side because when i went there I, I didn't know about picking rooms and classes i just follow what they told me yeah and uh i went there and i'm surrounded by all the kids of color and thinking wow that's interesting because this is the minority they pretty much put us in one building. I said, like, this is weird for me because I come from a school that I'm the only minority. 
and now I in the school that they automatic put everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. There were two white kids with us, and in my building, uh, in my floor, and there were probably eighteen uh, students of color, and they came from all over. They were like, but uh, again, we developed a good friendship and everything else. But we started seeing around the campus how. The, the microaggressions, the hostility, uh, there were places that we kind of walked together because we look as a threat. Mm. And, and now, this is, I'm used to now, in high school, I'm walking around with our white classmates, so I can get anywhere. Yeah. And light skin, so I used to go on the, I, I see Nirvana in concert, Marilyn Manson, I had no idea what they were talking about, but <laughs> I just followed them around. And I've been to places, but, when when I noticed is that when we play sports and we went into like Massachusetts is interesting because it's the inner city, but once you leave the inner city, it's a lot of country and it's far away. When we go play in other places, we saw because we have a mostly uh, uh, color uh, a team of color, we saw neo nazis group protesting our games, harassing us when we came in the bus. Oh my gosh. And like, what are they doing here? We're just here to play ball. Yeah. Just the fact that we were a student of color going into the neighborhood to play their college. And then this, I heard about this stuff because at this point it was raining in the 60s. I thought this happened in the 60s and the 70s, but this is the 90s. Yeah. What is going on here? And harassment, and only they were harassing us. They were allowed to harass us the whole time, and nobody would say a pit. Wow. There's all these adults and everybody, and everybody just quiet. <sighs> and I, I'm thinking, there's something, some messed up about this. One thing is you have people harassing you, but the other thing that they allow us to harass us, like we are kids playing. This, we should not be going to this. You should have adults protecting you. Yeah, or at least yeah. kick those people out of that building. It's crazy. But this happened all the time. This happened all the time. And I was thinking, but then when we went into, um, when they came into our arena, they never had that experience. Right. They never had that. And it's like, uh, if anything, they, they relaxed because the players, a lot of them didn't feel like that. They were cool there. This is the first time a lot of them met people of color from the inner city. Mm -hmm. Because our team was composed for guys from the inner city, too. And Angel, when the adults, and, and we're running up against the clock here again, sadly, but we have about two minutes left. Angel, when you're sitting there, because I often talk about you know, kids not feeling they had allies. When you're sitting there in that bus and you guys are getting tormented, and, and the adults, the adults that are there to chaperone and to, to allegedly protect you, when, you're, when they're doing nothing... What's running through your mind? Is it fear? Is it is it everything? Is it every emotion? It's, it's the remember I went to the South Boston experience, so I already had some trauma yeah. going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking at any given time we're gonna get attacked here, mm. and there's nothing that anybody can do to stop the attack. So we we are on edge the whole time, and I know why they did it because they wanted to mess us up so we lose the game. It's ridiculous. It's it's harassment. Yeah. And so, but I know we have a short time, but in my working schools, I can talk two hours uh, about my whole experience and maybe we can talk some other time. Yes. But uh, this is, I work in school with kids today and we talk about bullies 
and we talk about bullism and we stand up and we there's a lot of initiatives in schools and we've done a lot of great job but when we look at uh, a great uh, racism and things like that we don't look at that as a bully behavior and it's exactly that and it's work because uh, it's not about how big you are how tall you are your facial features it's about just the way you look every day and there's nothing you can do no nothing to change that mm. and uh, and so imagine yeah, that no i'm just saying imagine i mean imagine that there's nothing you can do to change it and and you're being judged because of it right. yeah on hell obviously um you know you know people who know people who know people on the show so i mean we'll, 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 we'll you'll be you back yeah yeah thank you okay. buddy thank you so much thank you all right guys take care on hell toro everybody powerful voice that needs to be heard and i i again i think somebody out there listening their mind was just changed and their heart yes. was opened up a little wider we're going to be back right after this Day.